Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong DM and writer. At our table today is... Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith O'Dell. Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Hi, I'm Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. So you are now all level six. So we need to make sure everybody is leveled up. Did my level up at, I did my level up at home because I'm a keener. Yeah, he's a big nerd. I rolled a four. I have a plus one, so I got five more hit points. Oh, uh, can I use my Joey roll? I rolled yes. a one. So I'm. So it's a D8 for your hit dice, right? Yes, sir. You instead Ooh. have an eight. Let's go. I am a meat <laughs> tank. Okay, so eight, and then I get three because two con, one from dwarven toughness. Okay. Dwarf's just beefy. Mm-hmm. Now let's get back to the story. Kirith, Olivia, and Grimlock returned from the Feywild with Kirith's estranged wife, Valenthe, his son, Terrigan, and Valenthe's partner, Nalia. They are headed to the capital, Ralu. They were planning to stay at Kirith's house while looking for Olivia's teacher, Immerse. So you stayed at the Red Smoke Inn in Gralu, which is halfway to the city. You'll be able to get to the city by nightfall. Uh, or, no, you'll be there before the sun sets. Uh, about halfway there, you start getting into the very well-tilled, well-tilled, not tilled. I mean, they're green, but not blue-green. <laughs> <laughs> the well-tilled lands near the capital, so there's huge rolling fields of wheat, and you see a lot of vineyards growing, a uh, whole bunch of grapes on trestled on the vines because you are getting near midsummer. It is pretty hot days as you walk along. Uh, just before sunset, so the sky is starting to get a little darker. As you reach the edge of the city, you can see it in the in the distance. Uh, there is the central part of the city with the inner walls that form, uh, that are almost unnaturally perfect. You've heard about these before, Grimlock, and it's probably the thing you're most excited to see is the inner walls of, of Ralu. Uh, then there is the outer walls that hold most of the rest of the city, and as you get further east, it tends to get poorer and poorer, so I'm assuming Kira's house is on the east end of the city in the downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and south of the city, as you're approaching, there is a whole bunch of activity going on. Uh, there is a number of jousting fields and Malay arenas being set up. There are a lot of tents that, for the two of you who are in the army, are very familiar because they are the pavilions that knights tend to set up to uh, to camp. So uh, large circular tents in bright colors of their families, heraldry that have space for them to stay comfortably inside near their horses. Uh, sorry, so the, the tents are the colors of the heraldry? Yes. As well? Okay. Yeah, so like if, they're, if their house device is blue and gold, then they'll have a blue tent with gold on oh, it. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, and there are a number of like temporary shops and stalls being set up, like carnival games people are setting up. There are areas that we would describe as beer gardens, like temporary taverns that are being set up. Uh, to get ready for uh, an event that looks like it's about to happen in the city. Uh, as you're getting close to the city, it is busier than you are used to. Okay. Um, 
I mean, there are shops and things if anyone needs anything. Um, I'll just, like, start. I assume as we were walking, I was, like, holding up different papers, trying to read and walk, but I'm... It, it never really works out, and I keep tripping over, like, uneven <laughs> ground and stuff, and I'm, like, just a mess of papers until... And, like, kind of z- zoned out, so as soon, like, as you say something, like, just looking around, like, oh, geez, okay, uh, oh, what have I known about this? Fa- I was here... Um, you were here about a month ago, so... Yeah. Uh, there is going to be a midsummer festival... Uh, it is also going to be the uh, the Dauphine, the Crown Princess's son's 18th birthday. Okay. So uh, they're going a little bigger than they usually do for the Midsummer Festival, which will be taking place in about a week. Uh, do I know the Dauphine or the the princess's son's name? Yes. Uh, so the the Dauphine is Rochelle. Uh, and she is also the marquee of the city. The, the way that uh, if you are going to inherit, you often have a lesser title. Mm-hmm. So the marquee of the city is usually heir to the crown. Of the capital city. Of the capital city, yeah. The mar- so she's the marquee of Ralu. And her son, Sir Reginald, so he only gets a knightly title, but he is he is second in line to the throne. If uh, King Mike- Michel II died, then the Dauphine would become the queen and he would become the Marquis of the city. Would Comtes, Adeline, Cor- like Corbus, would they all be related, all these different types of people, or there is more of a meritocracy? Oh, no, no. It is the incestuous mess of... So she... There are people who are related even probably... Yeah, they're... All throughout. Yeah. Cousins, second cousins, nieces, nephews. Exactly. Seventh <laughs> yeah. child. Second cousin twice removed. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You know, Rex mentioned that the that the tournament was coming up. He didn't really play up like just how big it was. It, he may not be well. He might be aware or not. I don't know of the more importance of this specific one. It is also a week out, so the people who are here are kind of the keeners. Mm. You know, if there's a music festival, who shows up four days before? They're the guys with the vans. Yeah. <laughs> so the the people who are setting up here are vendors and the guys with the vans. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. Um, we could go take a walk through there, or we could head to, um, your house and drop, is it safe to leave anything? I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to assume, but you look like you carry all your stuff with you at all times. I do. (laughs) (laughs) So is your house a safe space to leave things? I mean, we've got good bars on the door and the windows when I left it. Yeah, I mean, other than the hole in the roof that I noticed a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't afford to fix it, so. No, I just that. boarded it up and left. Yep. Um, if you're looking to go shopping, we're walking past this now, if that's what you're asking. If you're looking for information, I can at least guide us to uh, to one person who might know something, but he's more of a rumors, not a ancient arcane knowledge kind of guy. Mm-hmm. As you are deciding what to do, you hear a thundering coming from the road behind you. There are 
two heavily armored figures, both in plate mail, racing on war horses, and you realize that Terrigan has wandered away and is right in their path. I start running. <laughs> Let's pull initiative. Oh, God. I got a king, baby. <laughs> Big ol' six. Ooh. Please pass me the deck. It's like your guys' paternal nature <laughs> yeah. just came out of nowhere. You guys were like, kings all around! Just a couple of kings out here looking out for the babies. <laughs> all right, so this is for the knights. This is for Valenthe. This is for Nalia. <laughs> and this is for Terrigan. Nalia so is Nalia waiting. is not paying attention. She's looking down at all the stuff down below, excited. Again, at lunchtime, she's like, war ate down the food you guys bought in the little village, hated it, and was so excited. <laughs> uh, so, you are about 45 feet away from where Terrigan has wandered. They are charging towards him. They're about they're about 70 feet away. Okay. And you are up now, Kirith. Um. Said 45 feet away. Yeah. Um, can I count moving Terrigan as an ob uh, as an object interaction? <laughs> um, probably not. Probably not. No. So I would have to dash to get there, and not be able to do anything. Yeah, I'll just dash towards him and get in front of him Kay. and like try to like shield him. Okay. Uh, Why don't you roll me? an intimidation check. Sure. I mean, persuasion would also work, but I assume you're like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty bad at all of, at both, but. Okay. Uh, Personality-wise, I assume. You're five. Five. <laughs> so instead of like staring them down, I just like huddle over him. Yeah. <laughs> so you're about the same size still. <laughs> but you have moved into a position that they would hit you, not him. Uh, so they are, uh, Grimlock, gr uh, they are queen. Grimlock is king. Okay. Yeah. You are up Grimlock. Uh, I'm going to bonus action step of the wind so I can get all the way there. Uh, object interaction, pick up Terrigan, use He's my, not an object. not an He's object interaction, but okay. you have an action cause you use step of the wind. Yeah. Okay. Um, and with an action, you can grapple someone. Cool. Can, can I shove? Yes. I mean, you could grab us and just keep moving. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering about the logistics of like grappling two people. Can uh, I do that? You can. You would generally roll at a disadvantage. However, do you think these two people will fight you on it? No. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to fly over there, grab both of them, and, and get the hell out of the way. Okay. It, it was 45 feet, and your movement is like, what, 55? Uh, it's 40, but I'm stepped with the winding. So yeah, then you yeah, can yeah. dash as a bonus action. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was the other thing. Your bonus movement speed went up by another five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up to up to forty feet. It's, you speedy. It's like... Oh, monks are fast. Yeah. Uh, so grapples. So, uh, well, that depends. Uh, Kirith, do you resist the grapple? Uh, nope. Neither does Terrigan, so <laughs> you can't fail. Cool. I, I'm just gonna grab him and 
I have bonus to my jump speed too, so yep. or my jump distance too, so I'm going to jump out of the way. Okay. So yeah, you run and then you jump like twenty feet off the roll <laughs> the the road, come down in a field, and I feel like you set them down, roll, and come up watching these guys. Mm, yeah, up up in a stance. Yeah. <laughs> I kinda like realize what just happened and then I stand up and start stalking back towards the road. <laughs> <laughs> and they charge by still racing each other yelling at you stay off the road idiot oh boy uh, and I don't have Valenthay's abilities in front of me but I think there are two people here who are not okay oh I guess with... I was out I, I'm out of turn I, yeah, probably, out of I turn. could not have started walking towards the road yeah I'm so fast. One of these guys is getting fleas. <laughs> Heat metal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Valenthay runs across the road behind where they just passed to where you and Terrigan are, and she's like, is he okay? Is he okay? I look down at him like, well? <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. Those are big dogs. Uh, <laughs> it's your turn, Olivia. I will, like, tap Nalia to, to get her to pay attention to what's going on. Oh, oh. And I will sprint my 30 um, feet, so I'm, like, 15 feet away from these guys. And then I'll check oh, every... Right. You're 45 feet away, right? Oh, well, that more. That was where we were, and then Grimlock he, took us yeah, farther. Yeah, they're 80 feet away from you now. So, what's... With a sprint, you could get 60 feet. Or... I just want to do one thing, but what's the... Oh, it's only 10 feet. Okay. I sprint, but while I'm sprinting, I look to see if anyone needs prestidigitation because they got very scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be helpful using my clean magic. <laughs> uh, and Nalia just runs to where you and Valente are. So uh, the knights are continuing racing each other away. Uh, it's your turn now, Kira. They are uh, about 20 feet from where you are now. Oh, like they just hit like the spot on the road where we were at? Yeah, they're a little bit like... past it, yeah. Okay. But because of how angles work, it's... Yeah, I'm like mad, mad. Mm -hmm. um, call me an idiot when you almost kill my fucking kid. Third level spells. I don't care that we're in public. <laughs> <laughs> how does prison sound, Crimlock? Into it? Yes. <laughs> I uh, bring up my my totem and begin chanting. Um, the like muddy brown energy kind of flows off of it and into the ground in front of in front of them. Yeah. Uh, range of 120 feet. So in front of them, and then the material component is a single drop of water. So I spit, and it flies over and as it just as it's about to hit the ground in front of them it turns into a wave of water that crashes down on an area within range the area can be up to 30 feet long and up to 10 feet wide so it's just going to be the like whatever 15 feet that they're yeah. taking up i'm not gonna 
Uh, each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 4d8 bludgeoning and is knocked prone. <laughs> and what is your spell save DC? Uh, my spell save DC is 15. Okay. So, one guy, the so there is a tall knight and a broad knight. Okay. The tall knight is knocked off of their horse. The broad knight made the save, but the broad knight's horse failed the save, so he doesn't <laughs> get So they're knocked to the ground, and one of the horses keeps running on. Okay, so the guy who failed yeah. takes that 7 plus another 11. 18 damage. 18, okay. And the guy that made it takes 9. All right. Anything else you would like to do? Um... Once I do that, I draw my shield because I'm worried that they're gonna do shit. And what did they say? Stay off the road, idiot. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think it's you that you ought to be the careful ones here. Just and hold my shield up, and ready to fucking go. <laughs> like, okay, Grimlock. Uh. I'm assuming that at some point throughout our journey, I would have given Olivia the rapier. I would like it, please. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to shove Terrigan in the trunk and, <laughs> what? and hey, put it off to the side. That will take a grapple check, and it'll take one of your attacks because he will fight you on that. He don't want to mm. go. He does <laughs> not want to be stuffed in a trunk. <laughs> okay, like... I guess I kind of get it. All right, I get I'm... the comedy cartoon bit you're going for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be so safe. Okay, I'm just going to like, you know, position myself and yeah, ready, ready in action to strike one of those guys if he swings at Kirith. Okay. All right. So they both pull up heavy crossbows. Okay. And the tall one, uh, a woman shouts out, "Witch!" and they fire at you. Yep. Does a 16 hit? Sure does. Okay. That is four points of damage. Okay. And does a 19 hit? Sure does. For one point of damage. Okay. They are not the best archers. Okay. <laughs> uh, then it is uh, Valenthay's turn. So she runs the rest of the way, and she grabs Kerrigan's hand, and they both suddenly are gone from sight. They blink out of existence. Sick. Cool. And then it's Olivia's turn. Um, how far are the knights from me? I was able to just sprint. So they down. are 20 feet. You're just on the other side of the road from... Oh, okay. I pull out my pan flutes and start playing a lullaby. Shh, just go to sleep. <laughs> just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I'm going to cast it at third level. <laughs> um, it's a 20-foot... Um, area. Yep. And it'll go at high when you cast a spell at second level or higher. Roll an additional two d eight per so, per level. So yes, for each level. So above. you're rolling nine d eight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Here's one. Thank you. Uh, so that is thirteen. 13. And 10 is 23. Uh, and 10, yeah. And 11 is 34. Yeah. 
34. Okay. So the taller one hits the ground, but the broader one is still up. That's my turn. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just like, everyone calm down. <laughs> Don't mind me. Lullaby, go to sleep. You want to do it because I'm pretty. <laughs> What's the radius on that? 20. Okay, yeah. It's 90, and then I can make a 20-foot yeah, circle. Yeah, but we're all more than 20 feet. We're all, like, yeah. at the edge of it. Yeah. Uh, Nalia flicks her wrist, and the silver uh, bangle on it forms into a wand. And then out of the wand comes several bolts of uh, white light that go flying into the back of the broad night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nalia doesn't know social customs here. Like, <laughs> what's up? She's going to help me. <laughs> yeah, she, she's on your side. <laughs> <laughs> so she does 11 damage as three bolts of pure force hit the broad knight in the back. Cool. And then it's Kirith's turn. Oh, so they yelled witch. Yeah. And then that happened, and I say back to them, oh, I'm so much worse than a witch, <laughs> as I spit into my hand and use Ice Knife at second level. Okay. Um, actually, no, I saw that one fall asleep. No, yeah. I'll just use Infestation. You can still use Ice Knife and just not have it hit the alter the additional targets, right? Or No, it explodes. Oh, it explodes. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I will use Infestation, which means... So instead, I reach into my hair, and that, as I chant, that uh, mud-brown energy comes off my totem and turns the single flea I pick out of my hair into uh, a whole small swarm, and it hits the broad knight, who must make... Uh, that's level one spells, TJ. That's not cantrips. Who has to make a constitution saving throw? He has a seven. He fails. And is smote to the ground. Well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> you can't kill the metal. And takes eight poison damage. Okay. And stumbles in a random direction. Okay. Five feet. So he stumbles uh, five feet away from you, but closer to uh, Olivia and Nalia. Okay. Okay, Grimlock, it's your turn. Um, you can get right up to the sky. If, oh, yeah, you can get right up to the sky if you want. Yeah. Um, I'm going... So he has a crossbow. What else does he have? Uh, he has a huge two-handed sword. So for me to take that... Mm -hmm. Would that be object inter interaction, or would that you, be a standard action? Uh, you would need to basically do a disarm to get a worn weapon away from someone, because a held or a worn item is different. Mm. He's already got the default object interaction, mm. so you need to basically beat him in a strength check to take each item. Cool. I would like to do that. Okay. And is that an attack or an action? It is an attack, but okay. instead of doing damage, yeah. he's choosing to initiate a strength check to take the item. Right. Mm. And but you get two of those. Yeah, the yeah. importance is the amount. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So, so uh, athletics, right? Uh, yes, it's your athletics versus his athletics. Okay. Uh, so question for you, which are you taking first? Because it'll matter if you fail. 
which am I taking? Are you taking the crossbow he's got out, or are you trying to take the sword off his back when you run right up to him? Does he have a hammer? No. no. He has a big sword on his back, and he has a crossbow in his hands. Oh, um, I'm taking the big sword on his back. Okay. And can I use the inspiration for putting out the fire at Jenny Vegabond? Yes, so okay. you can roll with advantage. Okay. He has an 11. I have a 22. Okay, so you grab his sword and send it flying, and it spins through the air and lands point down in the ground next to Kirith. <laughs> and you still have another attack, so you can now try and take the crossbow if you'd like. Uh, can I just grapple? Yes. Okay. So that... If you successfully grapple him, mm -hmm. that means he can't move, but he could still hit, try and hit you on his turn. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Mm. He has an 18. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so you've come right up to him. Mm. You can see through the like lowered visor of his, his plate, the young man inside is turning red with anger. Mm. He throws the crossbow on the ground and he tries to punch you. <laughs> Just this big, wide hockey punch. <laughs> he has a uh, seven to hit. No. And with his second punch, so just tries twice, like he's grabbing at your shirt, not in a grapple way, but mm. trying to feed you punches. <laughs> yeah, sure. He, he scruffed me. He's scruffing you. <laughs> the first one, you just like swish to the side a little mm. bit. And the second one is a 10. So again, yeah, you're you're, you're like, no. And then the second one m would actually hit, could potentially hit you, but you just quickly block it out of the way. <laughs> well, after the second swing and just stop. Uh, Olivia, it is your turn. Um, can I just cast sleep again? Yep. Mm -hmm. I keep playing my lullaby. <laughs> I still cast... Oh, wait, question. Is sleep a concentration spell? No, it this came up last okay. time with the quicklings. Yeah. You cast sleep on both of them in independently. So that's for the one that's down, and I will cast it at third level again. Don't roll t Don't roll super high, because you might get him and Grimlock. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, but then you can just wake one up. Yeah, it's been a long walk. I could use a nap. <laughs> Could I grab a D8? Oh, yeah. It's just easy to do them in threes. Three sets of three, yeah. Uh, 18. 18 plus uh, 15. Oh, I'm going night-night. 33 and... It, it has to subtract from all his HP first. Oh, okay. Well, whoever's lowest. Yeah. 45. Kay. I assume... What Grim is your HP, Grimlock? Uh, 57. Okay, he... Yeah, he falls asleep. So they're both asleep on the ground. She couldn't put you to sleep. <laughs> you have him grappled, though, right? No, I oh, tried, but no. He tried, but failed. I just, yeah, I keep playing. And then, so that's my action. I'm going to just slowly, like, walk towards them and try to look very performative and, like, look around. Okay, so there are people who are kind of watching this. There's okay. been... I mean, there was a tidal wave near the start. Yep. <laughs> and if, it's not like they were quiet before as they were racing down the road. There's nope. something I would like to say, but if we're still in turn order, I will wait because I would assume. Or I guess talking is a free action. Yes. If you've enjoyed this production of The Roadside Players, please be sure to catch our show later tonight. Uh, roll <laughs> me a deception check. <laughs> so gonna... slick. 
Uh, I'm gonna bow like head to the ground, like <laughs> with the big arm <laughs> flourish thing. Deception. I'm good at that. Famous last words. Oh. Critical thing. Yeah. So that's a total of eight. <laughs> Fumble. Yeah. People do not seem to be buying that this was just a show. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nalia comes up and bows beside you. But again, it didn't work. So. Yeah. But again, she doesn't know the rules here. Yep. This would be a show where she's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirith, it's up to you. I am seeing red, and you know, like, in, in like, TV, like, you just hear that, like, buzzing sound yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't hear her say that. I don't notice the people. Yeah. I start walking towards the two unconscious knights, drawing, drawing my sword. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do, Grimlock, as uh- you see him moving forward, <laughs> death in his eyes? I'm going to stop him. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, man, like, we won, we won. I know. We gotta go. We've got, like, a minute, Nalia says. Terrigan's not gonna have a father if he's in jail. We gotta go. They'll never find me. They are on their way here. I'll point back to Terrigan. Look. Do you want him to you see You don't that? know. Terrigan is nowhere to be seen. Terrigan and Valent, they disappeared at the start of the fight. Mm. But uh, in that case, uh, we don't know where Terrigan is. We got to find him. What if he's watching? Do you, want, do you want him to see that? We got to go. Just like take an extra look down at them. You're memorizing their heraldry. I take and... the helmets off. Okay. So yeah, you see a, a tall woman and then a, a young kind of pudgy faced man. Yeah, <laughs> just... Yeah, look at the heraldry, look at their faces. Yeah. Just, all right, sheath my sword. <laughs> um, I'll just turn back to the people that are looking while these two deal with that, and I'll be like, okay, so we're not actors, but, well, they're not a part of our show. They almost killed his son. We are actors and magicians. We are entertainers. We do cheap tricks, but... Some sparkles fly off of Nalia's hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all alchemy, folks. Yeah, it's just it's all cheap tricks, but um, they so, they don't give any respect to roll either people. a performance or a deception. Perform? Can it be persuasion? Uh, so are persuasion, these pe- part of it though? Is you are not telling them the truth about the oh, magic you did. That's true. Ooh, much better. Twenty six. Okay. They're like, that clearly was an actual fight. You guys weren't working yeah. together, but also magic's not real. <laughs> and and you see a couple of like rough looking farmhands kind of eyeing the belt purses. Hey, um You've never seen me before. You never saw us. <laughs> <laughs> and like a couple of people start coming there like grabbing coin purses and grabbing swords. I bet that sword could sell pretty well. (laughs) So the quick question is, because there's vultures descending now on these. I don't want to loot these bodies. Do you guys want to loot anything? No. No. I... I'll leave. <laughs> I, I, like, turn ba- I turn back around and I look back like I'm a different kind of vulture. Here. <laughs> Do you and take I will some be hair? Eating your eyes when you are dead. I will be an actual vulture. Actually, yeah. 
That's a good call. Okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so <laughs> you bend down, pull out my small knife, and cut off their hair and tie, start tying it into my totem. Are you taking a little bit they won't notice, or enough that when they wake up, there'll be a bald spot? Um, honestly, I have to fight my own willpower not to cut off one of their ears, so a large spot. <laughs> Wait, does the uh, does the stocky dude have a beard? No. Dan. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Just the hair. He's just a okay. very large baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of what I'm picturing. Now, like, you know how there's people who are 20, but they've got that fat baby face? Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. And just, I'm just trying to pull these two away, like, yeah. while we're not being accused of witchery again. <laughs> and I don't think it's hard to pull Grimlock away. No. No, no Grimlock. One second. One second. <laughs> and, like, grab him by the ear for a second. Uh. <laughs> One of the guys, like, cutting off the belt purse is like, you're a weird little sewer witch, ain't ya? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. Do you remember old Jenny Greyhair? <laughs> yeah, I remember. She was a weird, creepy lady. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she ate my cousin. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, leaving is not a hard sell. Yeah. Like, when I saw him grab the little knife, it's like, okay, am I stunning striking my friend? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See how this goes. Okay. Not so, even yeah. stunning strike, just punch me so I land ten feet away. <laughs> and keep doing it till we get to your house. No, I'm faster than you. <laughs> and, Kirith, you have the urchin background, right? I do. And this is your city, so getting away, like, yeah. him, when Kirith is leading you around the city, you get places so fast. Like yeah. Aladdin with like random back up <laughs> yeah, back yeah, alleys. Literally and we take this we take this alley and up these stairs and then follow along all of these balconies, railings are broken. Yeah. And <laughs> like there's a gate where they're like checking people in and taking taxes and Kira's like, no no, just come over here. Yeah. <laughs> so we go in through the east side and there's like the Okay, there's a wall, but <laughs> quote heavy quotes on what yeah. That means. I'm pretty sure this is the back room to a shop. Is it? Okay. Nope. We're just going through yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> yep. So, uh, flash gang signs at the shop owner and <laughs> walk out the front door. <laughs> yeah. So after about a few minutes, you see Valente and Kerrigan walking down the street hand in hand ahead of you. Cause she would probably take the yep. same route you would yep. take. She would know all of the same things I know. Yeah. Or at least a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario would probably meet us at the witless the witless spider or home. So, so where are you heading first, the witless spider or home? Uh, well, there's not really anything to do at my home other than rest. Like, there's not a lot of point in dropping stuff off because, yeah, there's like there is a lock on the door, but that doesn't stop a lot of people that live in that area. Right. Okay. It gives you a couple of seconds to hear them and wake up. <laughs> well, if we wanna, if we wanna just at least know where it is, so that if we get split up or the witless, I'm fine with either. But we should pick a meeting place in case we ever get split up. Or I would say the spider Kay. is safe. Narthus is a good man. Then we should, yeah, go there so that we all know what it looks like. I promise you, I cannot get back here. I do not know how we got here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, and that's another thing. If we get split up, if you get lost, asking for directions to a pub, other than, hey, do you know where my friend Kirith's hut is? If they do know, they are lying or they want to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. 
I've met you, so yeah, fair. No, if people ask you, hey, are you a friend of Kirith? Absolutely not. <laughs> that is, there, there's no one here that wants to know that, that has good intentions. <laughs> why? We've only been in the city for five minutes and you almost killed two people. I have no idea why that would be the case. I know, they almost killed your son. I'm not defending them, I'm just saying. Yeah, I've probably done worse to some people. Then, yeah, whatever. No, moving on. <laughs> What's worse than almost killing someone? Nothing. Moving on. <laughs> I'm not really taking questions right now, Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> so you head through several parts and of the poorer part of town. Uh, most of the buildings you're walking past, they either have a whole bunch of people living in them or it is multi multi-family dwellings like someone has built several apartments that you would enter from the outside upstairs uh there are there are shops including a bunch of like pawn shops and uh several like rut got rot gut drinking halls gambling parlors uh stuff like that uh and eventually you come to uh, a building that is about three stories of thatch roof over a le over a story of plaster with like a long crooked chimney coming out the front and there is a sign hanging in front of it that shows a big mug of ale and next to it is a spider on its back that looks like it's dizzy like cartoonishly mm -hmm. <laughs> uh when you head inside again it is full of people who are wearing like well patched clothes and there are several rougher looking people like mercenaries and soldiers that were potentially adventurers because I feel like in uh, to scene right now adventurers and veterans look pretty similar fair uh, and then behind the counter is a thin drow uh, so a an elf with purple skin uh, he has uh, very pronounced cheekbones and he's wearing a bright yellow vest and as you walk in he's like Oh, wow, Kirith. I didn't think I'd see you again. Do you actually have money for your tab? <laughs> I I can't owe that much. I don't even drink. You owe one gold for silver. Oh, what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I pull out two gold yeah. pieces. And... He's like, wow. Who'd you murder as he goes and like pulls up the <laughs> silver? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, I'm oh. not really taking yeah, questions no, no, right no now. Problem, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it really murder if you eat them after? Like, yeah, that's murder and cannibalism. That's two crimes, uh, bud. Look, uh. it wasn't an elf, so it's not really cannibalism. And I wasn't that's an elf true. at the time, so no, no, no. Them not being an elf just makes it I don't, I don't know consumption. But just because you're not an elf at the time, it's still wrong. Yeah. I mean, like, bears eat people. Yeah, and do we let bears live in town? People barely let me live in town. <laughs> because you eat them. I wasn't in town. <laughs> Look, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody, this is Narthus. Hey, nice to meet you. Hello. Hi. Uh, Narthus, you, uh, this is Olivia Grimlock. Um, you know Val. Yep. Um... This is not... Oh, wow. Terrigan's gotten big. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, 
Sorry, man. It wasn't my place to tell you. Yeah, still kind of a shot in the gut, but... <laughs> Maybe come home next time. Oh, my God. You too, really? <laughs> <laughs> or was that Val? No, that was that was Narthus. <laughs> you too? Super cool. Yeah, no. Uh, so it's... Uh, Shit down Kirith's, Kirith's throat day. At hey, listen, just only like, because he deserves it. Look, what <laughs> I do and don't deserve is not up for debate currently. Hey, when have I ever not given you good advice? Like, actually pausing to think for, yeah. like, a while and, like... Shit. <laughs> so it is an advice, but... I do agree that it would have been much better if you had gotten back sooner. Yeah. Pro Speaking of where I was, uh, any word on the old man? N nothing of since you were not. last here, yeah. no. Of course. Um, oh, and this is Nalia. So she waves. <laughs> Hi! Um, we're here for... I don't know, kind of weird reasons, looking for someone. Uh, I don't actually know what your teacher looks like. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, yeah, I don't know if she would have stopped in here. I try not to look disgusted mm -hmm. by, like, the <laughs> yeah. room we're in. Um, her name is Immerse. Um... He raises one eyebrow. Are you just screwing with me? I'm just listening to what you have to say, what you're about to say next. I want to know. Finish your question. Finish your question, friend. He seems... Jeez. He likes to make people feel really suspicious and weird. He's just fucking with you. Oh, okay. Please just finish your question. He's not going to... Well, I just... I don't think she... Well, maybe she would have come here. I don't know. I mean, mm. information travels yeah, she, regardless of whether she was here or not. She's a sage from um, Abulant. Oh, we, yeah, no, we don't get a lot of sages in here. Mm. Okay, yeah, she... He leans over to you and he's like, I thought she was going to ask me if I knew her because we were both drow. I mean, that is a drowish name, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, she is, but I. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't generally. I, I. No offense, man, but like. Yeah, she, no. All drow don't know each other, and I was waiting. It's, oh, I it was is, waiting. It is a feature of someone. When I was looking for Val, I asked for a half elf. Yeah, woman, yeah. Like, no, I get it. I get it. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, because you're all related. Yeah, we're all related. <laughs> No. Oh, yeah, I saw her at the drow meeting. <laughs> we talked about spiders and poison. <laughs> the only problem is I haven't seen her in, like, five years. So, like, hair length or... I, I don't exactly know... Well, if she's a sage, I'd probably check the royal scriptorium. Ooh, that's a good... She doesn't really trust them. But I could go check there. Yeah. Uh, hey, Kirith, do you trust everybody you talk to? Ha! <laughs> That wasn't a serious question, yeah. right? Have you ever trusted anyone you've spoken to? Um, there's like two of them in this room right now. I'm fine with it not being me. <laughs> <laughs> I've met me. <laughs> to be Wait, fair, I don't think Grimlock ever lies. Wait, is... He's one of those people. Mm. You know, honest people. Oh, good people. Uh, what are you doing with him? <laughs> fair. 
we're we're working it out. <laughs> I honestly thought you were referring to Terrigan, and I thought I I felt pretty bad. But of the two people I trust in this room, yeah, yeah, Terrigan's one of them. I beat out Val. Let's go. No, Narthus is the other one. <laughs> I mean, I half raised this kid. No, fair enough. Yeah, I've known Narthus. <laughs> so I'm pretty I, embarrassed. <laughs> I've known Narthus for longer than the princess and marquis of the city has been alive. So. Fair, fair enough. Like, Speaking of. Visibly it's... kind of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just try to, like, glaze over this awkward moment. Speaking of, pretty big do in town, hey? Um, you get in lots of business? Uh, yeah, there's, so the Malay is open to, en well, I mean, the joust is open to anyone too, but it's not like you can rent a horse, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's a business model that someone in this world could come up with. Uh, but the Malay is open to anyone, and uh, the prince has announced that he's going to name a champion of uh, Mir Miris. Uh, and that comes with a uh, 1,000 gold purse. That's a lot of money. You can roll a religion check to know who uh, Miris is. I guess, I guess I'll try. Ha. 13. 13. Miris is the goddess of romance, love, and beauty, which means that it is most likely only a woman that the heterosexual prince would name as this champion. Mm. Last time I came to the city and competed in anything, didn't ha end up too well. Didn't you come in second place? Well, I wanted to come in first place, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but you were up against Frederick Quicksilver. You're not going to beat him. Okay, so news travels, or I guess you're just a news. I, I mean, I'm just pretty, one of those news dudes. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty famous. Yeah, no. When he said you were Olivia, I figured he must mean Olivia Fortier. Well, oh, I thought maybe you knew because my parents hired him to take me home. Right. Take me home. <laughs> well, I also heard that you competed and that you came in second. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't a small competition. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm looking for a lady now. I'm trying to find my teacher. So, but that's neat that, I mean, how does he know he doesn't want? He's, it's all women or he's letting anyone? He'll let any, yeah, no, it's just, he's going to name a champion from out of the people competing in the joust and the melee. Mm. He hasn't said that no one's allowed, but there are several women he wrote letters to asking them if, like making sure they knew that this was. Ah, but still whoever wins, whether they're his champion or not is He's fine. naming them. So it's not, yeah. you, it's not a contest that like whoever wins this fight is going to be the champion of Miris. It's oh. someone in the tournament is going to be named the champion of Miris. And he sent out several invites to individuals saying, there's going to be a champion of Miris in, named in this tournament. I hope you come compete. Ah, okay. I think I've read about this. It's like thine bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Grimlock could probably do pretty well in a tournament. 
Probably, but like, you only get the money if he just randomly chooses you, though. Well, right? there's so. other prizes. Like, there are various events, and every event has prize money attached to it. Ooh. We could. Like, there is there is general melee. There is uh, there is maces and warhammers. There is swords. There is joust. There is unarmored joust. <laughs> is that, that just run at each other and punch? No, no, you still have a lance. It's just... You it's just, a lance and a shield. It's much more dangerous. Oh. <laughs> you just ride a horse for a little bit and then you die. Yeah. <laughs> ah. There's races. I mean... We have to go buy a horse, though. I mean... Well, we could rent one. <laughs> we could cheat. Yeah. You, you could be the horse. That, Man, yeah, we would be unstoppable. <laughs> um, Although if they end up hitting me and I get knocked out and turn back into a person, I think those knights who, call, who called me a witch might figure something out. Very <laughs> few knights are willing to hit a horse. They care more about them than people. Well, that's fair. Are we just like at the corner of the bar having this discussion? <laughs> You're like or? sitting at the, the front of the bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Mo most of the people that are regular here know me and just think I'm weird anyway. Mm. But there's like a line of people waiting for their drinks. Like, come on. <laughs> there's there's a couple of other people who are serving here. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay. Well, Grand Scriptorium is a place that... Don't yeah. trust... Because your teacher said don't trust them with the information, but mm -hmm. like... She still might have stopped in there, and it might be a lead. Yeah. Um, we can think about this tournament. We still got days out before we would have to enter it. But well, um, if you're thinking of entering, I you need to sign up at least a day before the tournament. Okay. We but should maybe we're go. like still like a week out. Yeah. Right. So we got a few days to think about it. Yeah, um, we can follow up on some leads. See if she's, you know, if the trail is hot or cold. But also would be neat because. This only is going to come, I mean, probably in, I don't know about Grimlock's lifetime. It'll come multiple times for you guys, but like this will probably only happen once in my lifetime. <laughs> so would be kind well, of there, sad to there miss There is it. a Midsummer Festival every year. It's just, just not the 18th birthday. Not the 18th birthday of the, yeah. of the prince, yeah. I mean, depending on how his champion of Miris goes, like, he might have another one in 18 years and nine months. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably be alive for that. I don't know. When your cord gets gonna cut, get cut. Clipped, but uh, I do want to do some study on this too. I've made a little bit of headway. I'm just like padding my messenger bag with a lock of mm -hmm. like all the random Wait, papers. Are, you, are are you staying with the Odells or do you need a a room here? Narthus asks. Um, actually, a room. Uh. I haven't been to your house. Yeah, it's not very far from here, so it wouldn't be inconvenient. And, like, there is, technically speaking, space for all of us. Sorry, speaking space? Like, technically sp speaking, there is space for all of us. Oh, I thought you meant just enough space for us no, all there, to get there in there and speak. Technically speaking, <laughs> yes. space for all of us. And that technicality. Who calls it speaking space? That's not even a thing. You've never been to Beatnik Poetry Night at your local <laughs> high school. The speaking space. No, this was basically my high school. Ah. This bar. Wait, how... I did a bad job. <laughs> Wait, what's the chamber pot situation going on? Like, if there's like six of us and there's one pot, that'd be like. 
you know, take it outside. Uh, the windows are barred, so take much, it outside. How much okay. for a room? <laughs> how, how long would you be staying? Mm, well, at least for a week, two weeks. Two weeks? Uh, friends of Kirith, would you need one room or two? Well, if, you, if you're worried about our safety, we could stay in one room, yeah. and then... Oh, I'm not worried about your safety at Narthus's. Okay. But we could... Yeah, we could just... One room. One room? Uh, 50 gold a week. Or sorry, 50, five silver a week. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Sorry, I was thinking 50 copper. Yeah. And then I did... So yeah. five silver a week. I was immediately oh. like, Narthus, you are a dickhead. <laughs> I just hand him two gold. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, I figured, just like... come let me know when you want... If you want change or... Uh, I mean, no, we can... No. You had to deal with this guy for a long, long time. I'm assuming he's as bearable as he is because of what you've done. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. He's saved my life multiple times. Uh, So are you hungry? Need food? Uh, Yeah. What do you you have? Uh, We have candied yams on a bed of lettuce, vegetable stew in a bread trencher, sausage and chips, uh, or pickled eggs for a copper each. I'll take the sausage and chips and, like, six pickled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Kirith is excitedly ordering food from a place. I, can we can we just get, like, three of everything? Yeah, sure. Uh, like, five of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. The, actually, probably more of the yams. Like, the our, our new guests would probably really take to that. Oh, yeah, candied yams. That's yeah. probably something you guys would like. I mean, I cook elven cuisine, Narthus says. I look at them and just, like, like real elven. Yeah. Like. Yeah, no. So you know how if you order the candy yams, I cook them differently than I would make if he ordered candy yams. <laughs> sure. You want more candy, he wants more yams, he says. I thought you were going to say I was just going to get, just... like, a baked regular potato. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me ask you something. If you don't tell me otherwise, would I be safe in assuming that if I was to serve you candy or potato, which would you want more? The, 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 yeah, you, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, if you want strong candy, light potato, I can do that for you. It does not bother me. But, I mean, even though I'm making fun of Miss Fortier... I make certain assumptions based on what you look like. No, that's fair. I think everyone does. All dwarves <laughs> love potato. <laughs> oh, not not Jimmy Tutos. Oh, Jimmy's an asshole. But he hates potatoes. Yeah, because he's barely a dwarf. Mm. He only has two toes. What would he do with potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> pot- do not talk to Jimmy Tutos. <laughs> He sounds please like a nice ta- guy. Please talk to Jimmy Two-Toes. I do not need that fight in here. The, wait, trust me, Grimlock will not make it last in here. It'll be outside in like a second. Yeah, okay. Through the wall? That depends on when he, where Jimmy's standing. I could just like curl him up into a little ball and like wheel him out first. <laughs> do not talk to Jimmy Two-Toes. Okay. Fair. <laughs> so we have like a little feast? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, a whole bunch of food is set out, and 
Uh, you know how sometimes when you're at a restaurant and you know the owners and all of a sudden stuff you didn't order extras starts coming out as well. And, and we're eating like family style when yeah. that's not really the way. sauce for everyone. <laughs> no, that you, most of the people sitting here, like they're ordering food for their table and eating it all together. Ah. So you guys end up in a booth and like, yeah, food just keeps coming even after the stuff you've ordered is done. Like, oh, I just, I came up with this new recipe for, uh, Spiced blueberry tarts. And he sets down a plate of those in front of you guys. Spiced blueberry tart. Yeah, so it's it's like hot and sweet. That sounds delicious. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean... Keith just like passing stuff down, yeah. and like filling Terrigan's plate over and over. And, <laughs> and I mean, Narciss is your version of home cooking. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, this is what you... This is your baseline for food. Yeah. Give him like thirty copper for like just. He's like no no he he just he's like no 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 you've already. Oh okay. <clears throat> so we can have like cups of wine and things. Yeah, uh, the wine here is not good wine. <laughs> <laughs> copper moon barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, when you eventually head up to the rooms, serviceable is almost a strong word for them. There are. Simple beds with lumpy mattresses, a freestanding closet, not so much a desk as a dresser with a stool. Mm. And uh, the there is a lamp that just barely works. It's so clogged up, so as you turn it, it... Yeah. Honestly, I don't know why I asked Kirith if we could leave stuff at his house, because I tend to like to have everything with me in case we don't come back to... A place. Yeah, we tend to kind of bounce around a bit. That's that's why I got. The... I... There have been there have been many many times that we were just like, we need to get out now. Yeah. Grimlock and I are standing yeah. in the room like about to unpack, and we both just put back all of our stuff. Yeah. On. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wonder if they need time at their house or if they want to go to the shops. Mm. Is it like middle of the day? No, it's evening, so it, mm. it's like seven p.m. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd imagine they have like a lot of family stuff to talk about. And mm. it's, you know, we've had a long day. Might be time to turn. I don't know. Up to you, though. That's fine. I um, have lots of reading that I want to do, actually. So, yeah. Uh, There's a whole bunch of activity here at night in the, in the lowers at <laughs> night. Uh, it's pretty different from the Court of Stone Lilies. <laughs> from the wandering the streets there. Yeah. Mm. So. Kirith, when you head back to your shack, what does your shack look like from um, the outside? It is kind of like built into uh, the other buildings kind of surrounding it. Like the roofs are all connected boards. I don't know why I'm using my hands to describe this through in an audio format. Uh, the roofs are all like connected boards so you can like squeeze between two uh, little houses. But, like, the shutters on the side uh, of the shack don't open all the way because they hit the wall of the building next to it. Like, they were constructed at one point, and then another small shack was made. Um, all of these are kind of, like, if there was a middle or even, like, kind of lower-tier merchant housing, like, that lot would probably share, like, five to seven houses of these shacks on it along this block. Um, we are all very close with our neighbors. Um, simple 
simple wooden door that fits very tightly into the front and with what is now probably a pretty like rusted old but still like usable serviceable lock um and you were here a month ago right yeah so when you got here a month ago like all the windows and the doors were boarded over before when valente left so yeah. i assume you fixed that up uh i might have like extent. i might have like pried off the the doorboard and like left the others yeah left the others after quickly realizing like she hasn't been here in a while <laughs> um, and the hole in the roof has doubled in size in the last month great all right yeah and then a pretty large a pretty sizable hole in the roof um warped wood flooring um and uh there were never beds just bed rolls uh, which were packed up and taken with us, with each of us, when we left. So we arrive and just... When you open the door, and as soon as you do, a raccoon stands up nearly two feet tall and raises <laughs> its hands in the air and hisses at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeez. Fucking... Uh, I look ar I look around real quick. It being nighttime, there's probably only like medium activity around here. Mm -hmm. And I cast speak with animals, verbal somatic. So I just like move my uh, totem around. Uh, the muddy brown energy comes off and affects my ears and mouth. And I kind of hiss back at him, just like, hey. uh, "You don't live here, bro. This is my house." No no, this is my house. I will fight you for my house. Um. <laughs> would. Look, I'm a larger predator than you. And. Roll me a quick insight check. <laughs> his, his. <laughs> yeah. Awoo. <laughs> insight. Uh, there it is. 13. 13? He is checking behind him. You looking for a way to get out? He's like, no, I will stay here and fight you. Don't you dare look behind me. Do you have children back there? Do you have children back there behind you? I'll eat them. I don't care. I'm a terrifying predator. Look, you can go or I can yeet you out of here. <laughs> But this is my house. You know what? As soon as I'm done with it, you can come back. So he kind of like slinks away and you see that there's a couple of smaller raccoons heading out under a hole in the backside of the house. Oh. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, maybe I'll put in a little trick door for them. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask his name. You've still got speak with animals. Yeah. So I, hey, what's your name? Old Jerry. Old Jerry the <laughs> raccoon. That's going in my allies. <laughs> You assume he likes you. He, you we you went, share a home. <laughs> you talked to him a little bit and you're like, hey, where are you guys living? Like, we need this space. Yeah, <laughs> we basically have a timeshare together. <laughs> you and you old find Jerry out they're mostly up in the rafters. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. Just don't shit on us. Where do you want us to shit? Outside, preferably. Like, even when it's cold at night? Yeah. <sighs> fine. <laughs> Great. I like put some 
crackers and beef yeah. jerky up in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> For old Jerry and his kids. For old Jerry and all the little Jerry's. <laughs> and then roll out my bedroll and sit yeah. down on it. And... Terrigan like goes and opens the back door and comes over and he's like, where's the rest of it? Oh, yeah. Uh, nope. Nope, like... It, th this is it. This is this is my house. Okay. Are you finishing it later? <laughs> uh, no, they, uh... There isn't enough space for everyone in this city, so we only take up these... So us who didn't have a lot of money just only take up the space that we absolutely need. But why is the inside of your house so small? It's the same size as the outside. Oh, oh, yeah, because that's how things work here. This is the material plane. Things only exist in the material, like... Space doesn't stretch here. Why not? Nalia, you understand this better than me. <laughs> I don't... Because that's how it is, and your world is the weird one. I don't know, man. <laughs> but then there's not enough space for everybody. But that's not good. Yep. Some some things here aren't good. Well, why don't you take more space? Because you can turn into a giant spider. Yep. You spin a big web. And I don't then... take more space because the people around here deserve don't deserve to have their space taken. Why? Are they strong? That doesn't matter. Yeah, the strongest people should be in charge. Ooh, we're going to nip that in the bud. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Valentine just like, what? Valentine's like, that's not, no, it's a problem in a fake court. We've had this conversation Kay. before. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, that's not how things work. Things work just as badly here. <laughs> Where the people with the most money are in charge. Oh, so money's how you know who's strong. No, money's how you know who has money. Okay, but then they get to make all the rules. Yeah. So let's go get money. Well, that's what we try to do, yep. Okay. Uh, we're going to nip that in the bud there. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. all, it is stealing unless you need it more than someone else. Then it's okay. Okay, so how do I know how much they need it? Um, just pay pay close attention to your mom. Okay. She's she's good at this whole thing, better at it than me probably. Um, ah, this is a weird conversation. How do I justify this to a fucking child? Uh, sometimes, if you're like out in out in the woods. If yeah. you're hungry, sometimes you just you gotta eat regardless of who that hurts. Right. And here, like with money, if you need money for food, yeah, and that guy doesn't need his money, it can be okay to just kind of take it as long as he doesn't notice. But that doesn't mean we just take money from people. Okay. It's stealing if you don't need it. And we don't need any more space than this. So taking more would be stealing. Okay. 
And you see Nalia behind you as you say, we don't need any more space like this. And she kind of raises an eyebrow. And she's like, I'm gonna head back to the spider and... Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there any... I can take you to a nicer inn. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Or like a nice park since you only have to meditate. <laughs> I, I mean, I still want a space inside. Oh, yeah. I don't want to live out of a bag. I don't understand the problem. You have a, like a you have like a cool magic bag. Like I hold up my leather backpack with like a hole in it. This is the bag I live out of. And that's a material space, not an extra dimensional space. I open it up for her to look inside. Is this a wood elf thing? You can see like the or you can see a roll of yeah. twine fall out one of the holes in the bag. So is this a wood elf thing or a material plane thing? Both and also a poor person thing. Right. No, I I think I need to go before Terrigan realizes who has money they don't need. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah, that's fair. Um, Val, I totally understand you not wanting to stay in this house too if you want to go with Nalia. I'll stay here with you and and Terrigan, she says. Terrigan, do you want to stay here or do you want to sleep somewhere else there do you want to go with Nalia so he he looks really torn and he's like I'll I'll stay I'll stay here with you okay um then I mean you're welcome to come with me uh it won't take me too long to get Nalia somewhere a little nicer like a little nicer it's probably still best if you stay close by okay yeah no problem and then, yeah, city secrets just, like, yeah. whip through some alleys. and You take her to an inn that's going to give you a little cutback. <laughs> you make, like, 15 copper. Yeah, this place has, like, a, an, this place has like one or two elven rooms, so they got, like, a nice cushion for you to sit on. And Okay, yeah. Oh, built-in bathhouse. Nice. Hey. <laughs> just walk in. Hey, Stefan! Yeah, yeah! Uh, one of the elven rooms for the lady here. Uh, all right. And he, he like comes forward and he got a key and he and he says, uh, that'll be four gold. And she pulls out a bar of silver and puts it down. And he's like, mm-hmm. Uh, we can definitely... I slap his hand yeah. and put four gold on the table. <laughs> put that back in your bag. I need to find a money changer tomorrow. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> And then I head back to Chateau Odell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Grimlock, isn't it great not having responsibilities for any, like, basically children or culturally children <laughs> and just getting to hang out? Well, I mean, like, he's not here, but I still feel responsible for him. I'm just worried because I can't see what's going on. <laughs> That's fair. I'm I just, just worried that he cut those guys' hair off, and now I don't know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> I just killed TJ a little bit by showing him in my notes that I had written the area description as Shea Odell. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take before, like, of Terrigan talking to Kirith, 
Like, how long it would take for him to say, ask your mom? <laughs> you lasted a lot longer than I thought you would. So, yeah. When when you get back, uh, Valente is hanging a blanket over the hole in the roof to, like... Mm-hmm. Um, make it less outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing it's the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to see if I... No any spells to fix that now. Now that you've gotten better at magic? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in the meantime, you've had some time to work on your notes. Olivia. Yes. So this is what I learned. Yeah, this is the new section that you managed to translate. Great. Um, cool. For several days, I have wandered the hidden maze. My supplies of food began to grow short, and I do not believe I have completed a full trance since I entered this place. I do not believe I remain in the prime material plane, but some sort of border between our realm and some other reality. The nature of the plants within the hidden maze make no sense. I have seen no signs of a gardener or a caretaker maintaining their form, but the hedges grow in perfect lines, turn at right angles, and portals of even measure and exact design interrupt the walls throughout the place. There is something else in here with me. I hear it dogging my steps, snorting at the distance. Several times I have heard thunderous steps behind me. Several times I must admit fear has gotten the better of me, I have taken flight from the phantom footsteps, running as far as my breath will allow me. I tried to steel my will against this terror, as I was previously concerned that it was hindering my mapping. Soon I realized this fear was dreadfully unfounded. My maps are useless, but through no fault of my own, these pathways shift by their own design, shuffling at their whim. However disheartening, I forced myself to continue my wandering hoping that my resolve would lead me to a better outcome. I cannot be certain that is what I found. I realized the triangular tower rising in the center of the labyrinth was growing taller. I aimed towards it. The unseen pursuer huffing behind me came more and more regularly, which I took as a good sign. Unexpectedly, after perhaps my sixth day of walking, An arch in the wall opened to reveal a yard before the tower at the center of the maze. Dotting this field were a series of statues, of horrified persons and beasts, captured in stone mid-scream. In a place like this, I would be foolish to consider these statues carved by an artisan and not victims of some foul magic. At the base of the tower, a slender figure was tending a cooking pot over a fire. Hmm. I apologize how, for how difficult it can be to read Immersa's overwritten writing. No. <laughs> but that's who she is. Yeah. So, that is what you learn before you head to bed that night. And shall we pick it up when you all meet in the morning? Sure. Sounds mm. good. All right, excellent. Good game, everyone. Woo! Woo! I really enjoyed them. 
Me too. <laughs> it was nice having another NPC to just insult me. <laughs> <laughs>